to sustain that amount of energy for hours and hours just took a lot out of me. Obviously, writing is an intimate process, but reading what you wrote is almost like deepening that intimacy. I'm excited that listeners will hear this book. I honestly don't know if I can choose a favorite section or chapter. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet beloved Peloton instructor Cody Rigsby, existential psychotherapist Sarah Kubrick, and speaker Madison Pruitt-Trout. Press play to hear about how these authors dug deep to write their books and how it feels to share their audiobooks with the world. Enjoy! Hello, this is Cody Rigsby, author of XOXO Cody, An Opinionated Homosexual's Guide to Self-Love, Relationships, and Tactful Pettiness. I wrote my book because I've shared so much of my life either through social media or on the Peloton platform, and I've given these short, condensed little nugget versions of really impactful stories of my life. And I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity to go deeper, to share these stories with a lot more texture and color, and to really hopefully inspire people in a new way, and to really just lean into the purpose of inviting more people to loving themselves. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be... Harder than it looks? I know that's not one word. I'm sorry. But it really was harder than it looks. Like, to sustain that amount of energy for hours and hours just took a lot out of me. I think of myself as someone who could just talk and talk and talk and talk. As proven here, as I could not pick one word. So, there we go. I realized I had trouble pronouncing people's names at the end of the credits. People's names I should have known. I won't be repeating who. I'm excited that listeners will hear a plethora of stories, but really like the duality of my life and what I bring to the table. I think there's going to be really fun stories about my dating life, my experiences in New York, stupid shit I did as a young person in this city, but also be able to like dig deep and talk about heartbreak and loss and grieving and trauma. And so you really get the duality of exactly who I am. I prepared for the audiobook by drinking a very large cold brew and just going for it. If I had to record again, I would bring a larger hot beverage and something to remind me to slow down because... I can be kind of quick with my words. If I wasn't going to record my book, I would cast... I'm just going to say RuPaul because, like, why not? Because I love RuPaul. I don't think she would want to record my book. She's too rich for that. But, like, that would be my dream. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Radical Acceptance by Tara Brock. I know, very mindful, deep, but it's a good one to listen to, and I believe I was listening to it in my last trip to Portugal. 
my favorite place to listen to audiobooks is mostly when I travel. So if that's on a plane or someone else is driving me somewhere because I really don't like to drive, that's the best time to listen to an audiobook. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. I was born in California and lived until I was eight in Burbank. If you're not familiar with LA, here's the quick rundown. Burbank is in the valley, and it's largely known for being the home of production studios like Warner Brothers and the Walt Disney Studios. For much of my young life, I was obsessed with the idea of being an actor. Not necessarily because I was good at it, I was fine, but because I found fame and notoriety incredibly enticing. I don't know if that dream was a direct result of my childhood proximity to Hollywood, but the entertainment business was in my orbit and likely influenced my thinking. Hi, my name is Sarah Kubrick, the author of It's On Me. I wrote my book because it was a book I needed when I was struggling, but I didn't have it. And I think after I recognized my own self-loss, I started to notice it in my clients and the people around me and just how prevalent it was. And I hoped that this book would alleviate some of the suffering and shed some light on a really common but painful human experience. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, the word would be surreal. Obviously, writing is an intimate process, but reading what you wrote is almost like deepening that intimacy. Oh my gosh, I realized I had trouble pronouncing so many words, some in French, some in German, some in English, so there are too many to pick and choose from. I'm excited that listeners will get to hear a bit more about my personal story. It's something that I haven't shared very much on my social media platforms or in my work previously. And I think this is a really, really cool way to connect to my community. I prepared for the audiobook recording by hydrating, sleeping, and trying not to think about it too hard and freak myself out. If I had to record again, I'd definitely bring a blanket or something to kind of fidget with. There were portions of the book that were a little triggering for me. They evoked a lot of emotion, and it would have been so great to have some of those things with me as I was reading. I think it would be really cool to have, like, Heidegger read my book. You know, like the German accent, I feel, makes all the philosophy seem more accurate and more real somehow. I feel like that would be fun. Or Emily Blunt, because I also feel like British accents bring a level of sophistication, plus I love her. So, I don't know. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Are you happy? The question catches me off guard, as does my instinct to respond, no, not at all. I'm simply enduring the fact that I'm alive. I'm stunned. I'm 24 years old visiting LA for the weekend and having drinks with a close friend from college, someone I haven't seen much since graduation. The conversation had been light, reminiscing about our carefree days at school, cringing and laughing at the memories. But then he'd leveled me with the seemingly innocuous question, are you happy? Hi, my name is Madison Pruitt-Trout, author of The Love Everybody Wants. What you're looking for is already yours. 
I was inspired by a passage in the Bible, in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be focused. I was pretty locked in the entire time. I realized I had trouble pronouncing fallible. I asked my director, Kim, if I was saying it right, infallible. Well, it was both. (laughs) There was one fallible and one infallible. And after every time I said the word, I had to ask her afterward, did I say it right? I'm excited that listeners will hear this book. I honestly don't know if I can choose a favorite section or chapter, but some of my personal favorite chapters I would say would be the chapter on shame or rejection or maybe the very last chapter worth the wait of why it's so worth it to wait for the right love. I prepared for the audiobook recording by praying a lot and reading through my book a couple of times. If I had to record again, I would bring my husband Grant with me into the studio because he makes me feel safe and comfortable and because he was a large part of the story and heartbeat of this book. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Miley Cyrus as my dream narrator. She's funny, she has a raspy voice, and I used to be obsessed with Hannah Montana. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Atomic Habits by James Clear. Something I've been trying to grow in is being consistent in my everyday moments, and I knew this book would help me develop healthy habits. I love listening to audiobooks while I'm working out, doing laundry, cooking, or when I'm on walks, you know, the everyday stuff, and I usually just listen to audiobooks on my phone. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. We love love. We love the rush that bubbles up inside when we think about it. We can easily be swept up, obsessed, infatuated. We are hardwired for connection. We want to be seen, known, and yes, loved. We want to be chosen, to be valued. Maybe you could even say we are made to love. But it doesn't take a PhD in the psychology of modern romance to know that finding deep love and connection is, well, not easy. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.